BRICS will break the dollar and usher a return to gold. Mrs. Institute. This is a reading of an article by Ernest Hoffman from Tuesday, August 29th, 2023 at 1600 hours and 24 minutes. It's on Kitco News. You can find it at kitco.com. That's K-I-T-C-O dot C-O-M. Kitco News. The U.S.-led West will soon witness the end of the dollar's preeminent position in international trade, and all of fiat will follow, writes Patrick Barron on behalf of the Mises Institute, which endorses the Austrian School of Economics in the tradition of Ludwig von Mises. Barron says the recent BRICS summit in Johannesburg, South Africa, included an agreement on a first step toward establishing an alternative international trade settlement system based on commodities, which would certainly include gold. Although the coming change may be characterized as one between the Western democracies and the BRICS nations, the real battle is one of ideas between Keynesian economic theory and gold, he writes. The winner will be gold. Barron argues that even with the end of Bretton Woods in 1971, gold has never actually been proven inferior to fiat. The gold standard was not replaced by a better monetary system, he says. It was suppressed in stages to satisfy the state's insatiable need for money, first to make war and then to corrupt the people via welfare. The result, of course, has been never-ending wars, a creeping expansion of the welfare state, unsustainable public deficits, and the accelerating debasement of the currency. He points out that the debasement of the fiat dollar has lowered its purchasing power to gold by 98% since 1971, and says that the sanctions against Russia following the invasion of Ukraine, including the freezing of Russian-owned assets and their banning from the dollar-based SWIFT interbank settlement system, has accelerated the shift toward an alternate system. An alternative system, that is. Introducing gold into the trading system will expose the main fallacy of Keynesian economics, the elevation of aggregate demand to prominence in a nation's economy rather than production. The only means of satisfying the demand in the first place, Barron writes. Keynes elevated the concept of aggregate demand over production, while Jean-Baptiste Say shows that the production that or shows that production is required in order to enjoy the benefits of consumption. He writes that this rather upside-down theory appealed to politicians because it gave them carte blanche to spend, all with money created out of thin air by the central bank. Barron says that the new settlement system for international trade will require 
Uh, let's, I just got distracted for a second. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Tony. What's up? Barron says that the new settlement system for international trade will require settlement in gold and that the advantages of this new system will become obvious to every nation, not just the current BRICS members. The political benefit is that no one nation can control or manipulate the system for its unearned benefit, he writes. The economic benefit is that government spending will be minimized so that resources can be allocated to, produ to production rather than state aggrandizement. A member can expand imports only by expanding exports. This puts market pressure on member governments to reform their internal economies in order to increase production. Barron says that increasing demand artificially would be counterproductive because gold would drain from the nation's gold settlement account, which would result in the suspension of imports. So the gold-based system encourages sound economic practices within its members' individual economies. He argues that the social democracies of the developed world, and the U.S. in particular, will find themselves at a disadvantage in a gold-based monetary and trade system. Nations, like the United States, who have huge welfare obligations and who have politically connected industries that do not add to the nation's capital base, will struggle, he says. Having lots of nuclear weapons will be irrelevant and having bases around the world will be liabilities rather than assets. Over time, over time, the gold settlement system for international trade will expand into the members' internal monetary systems, Barron concludes. In other words, fiat currencies, which can be inflated or debased by governments, will be thrown on the ash heap of history. Instead of Keynes's predictions in 1924 of the gold standard, the fiat currencies will instead become the barbarous relics themselves. The BRICS leaders announced on August 24th that their finance ministers would be tasked with exploring the issues of local currencies, payment instruments and platforms, and will report back next year. It's not an alternative to SWIFT, South African finance minister Enoch Godongwa, Godongwana, let's see, Godongwana, yeah, there we go. It's not an alternative to SWIFT, South African Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana said of the potential BRICS payment platform. It's a payment system which facilitates a deepening of the use of local currencies. But with Russia assuming the BRICS chairmanship on January 1st, the finance minister's mandate would seem to set Putin up for a major de-dollarization announcement when Russia hosts the next BRICS summit in October of next year, or perhaps, perhaps even a new gold-backed trade currency for the bloc. And any developments on this front, whether it takes the form of a payment platform to intermediate between local country, currencies or the new trade currency itself, would be even more significant at next year's summit, as the bloc has more than doubled its membership and has added major oil exporters, Saudi Arabia, UAE, and Iran, threatening the greenback's petrodollar status, <clears throat> threatening the greenback's petrodollar status, which may consider the linchpin 
which many consider the linchpin of U.S. control over the global monetary system. Hmm. Well, exactly as I thought, and this article really spells out, I mean, from what I've learned, and some of these key players, Keynes, Say, um, who I've been studying and reading about, the conclusions seem to be sound. So this was an article from Kitco.com. Uh, Kitco is a precious metal site. And uh, this article is written by Ernest Hoffman. Again, uh, Tuesday, August 29th, 2023 at 1600 hours and 24 minutes. So, hey, Tony, how you been, man? Doing all right, Hakeem. How are you, my friend? Doing well, doing well. What are you up to? What are you doing up at this hour? Uh, well, let's see. The wife was getting ready for work, so I, I usually get up with her. And, um, and then when she's gone, I can't go back to sleep. I got to be at work at uh, 7. Okay. So, so I, I just, you know, stay up and... Uh, see what's going on in the world without, you know, you know, without like watching the news or anything. I prefer you to any news outlet. Well, you know, I've changed it up a little bit. You know, I've been doing some really deep uh, studies into um, economics, finance and wealth building. And it's been really, really fascinating what I've learned. And the fact now that I'm able to, you know, understand all of these things so much better is, um, it's really encouraging. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. I mean, I've been, I've been keeping up with you for the past several days, uh, riding the roller coaster that you've been weaving. <laughs> I was really into the talk you gave on the I Ching yesterday. Oh yeah, that was fascinating to me. Um, the uh, the connections between the I Ching and DNA is uh, quite interesting. Yeah, that author, um, you know, he uh, he weaved a good story together. Well, so I'm you, pretty impressed with this. You explained the operation of the I Ching in perfect detail better than I could myself. Um, well, those were his words, man. He's, uh, like I said, he's, he's um, quite a, quite an author. I mean, I, I really enjoy his work. Mm. What's his name? Uh, Joseph P. Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. He's, um, he's, uh, an author I've been following for a long time. And he definitely puts things into perspective. Yeah. Well, you know, the way it tied in the uh, genetic code with the I Ching and then the, the divinatory nature of it, you know, just, just really, really caught my ear. Pete, my curiosity yesterday. Well, so we're tra- that's one Go ahead. thing I do know about you is uh, you... Because I've heard you speaking about the I Ching before more than other people on some of the platforms that I've heard. So I know it's something that uh, that you're definitely um, passionate about. Mm-hmm. It's one of the divination tools you use. Definitely, man. Um, 
I wanted to I wanted to dip my toe into runes a little bit, but I um I don't know, that 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 seems like a rabbit hole. I'm not ready for that one yet. Well, actually, the if you actually get the the book of runes by Ralph H. Bloom, he actually bases his new interpretation off of his runes and how to use them off of the I Ching. Get out. So yeah, um, and it's because of him that I even know anything about the I Ching at all because I've been using the those runes for twenty years, and oh. uh, he's uh, and it's made the most sense. To me than anything else how he put the viking runes together so yeah i would consider checking out his uh take on that he's he's actually um one of the people that keeps it simple he keeps it super simple and um yeah so it's 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 worth a look the 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 book of runes by ralph h bloom if, if you're not into the runes themselves i think a lot of people's interpretations are probably um, a lot more complicated than they need to be. Yeah. But the way he puts things together is in a much better way than I've seen anybody do it before. Um, and so I, I appreciate his system. I'm not really into a lot of those other ways that, uh, that some of the other things I've seen. So. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I, I get, I get <clears throat> wearied by the subjectivity of it. Of a lot of the modalities, you know, like, you know, people, people can, can go in their own directions with tarot. You've got like on wisdom at any given time, you've got five different people reading tarot and, and they all can give you something completely different and it, and it doesn't, it doesn't always apply. You well, know? They're, adding, they're adding way too much um, interpretation into it and trying to sound really, really smart. Yeah. Um, instead of just reading, when I say I'm re doing a tarot reading, I'm actually reading what the authors put down as their interpretations. Because if I read directly verbatim what they've said, mm -hmm. then there's no wavering. There's no me trying to look like I'm some kind of sage or psychic or anything like right. that. I'm letting right. the cards, what the meanings are set down and have been published, speak for themselves. You know? Yeah. I'm not trying to uh to show myself to be smart i'm just reading sure. what somebody else did that that's uh, exactly how i do the I Ching, man and that's actually what yeah in in the the reading i did from uh babylon's banksters um that's what it says too and i put when I, after i publish this you'll be able to see all the links are here the links to the article that i read um, and a link to Babylon's Banksters, the book, and also a book to the science, the link to the science of getting rich are all in this talk here. So that'll all be there, ready, ready to go. Cool. Speaking of getting rich, did I tell you I left Apple? Um, yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing something completely different. Oh, uh, I heard that too. What, what is that again? I know I heard you said it. HVAC um, service. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I you were talking about it in one of the rooms we were in. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I miss people. Um, <laughs> I miss seeing people face to face. I mean, my God, it's, it's so refreshing just getting to go visit people in their home and 
connect with them that way and and then work on work on their their what they're breathing because uh i always say that there's and this is an original thought but i I believe you're a combination of what you eat drink and breathe oh yeah and and we overlook the breathe our our breath so we need yeah we need to be breathing clean air yeah so uh, and and there's there's also tremendous money making potential in this gig because uh, I'm I'm with an outfit that's they've set me up I mean I've got all the the resources I need pretty much within reason um, to pretty much work for myself and and make this you know something that can be really lucrative. Well, I bet, and I know you make the best of it. Definitely. Yeah, well, that's all we can do, man. That's what I'm working on as well. So, um, I, uh, right now I've got the time freedom thing settled out. I'm being really good with my cash flow Mm. and, uh, I'm, you know, things are, things are fragile, man. If I stop working, if something happens to me, then I'm screwed. But so I got to be really careful. Um, but I like the fact that I'm free to do things as I wish and when I wish. So mm-hmm. that's the, the best part about it for me right now. Is, right on. Uh, How's the dojo? Um, well, it's gone um, online uh, and I have house calls and things like that, but I've already trained up other people to carry out for me. So I don't have to be on location or on site anywhere. That's self-defense system and then we just convene and I give them new stuff to work on and to share so mm-hmm. it's it's basically it's a um, it's I share they share type of program so something that I train them they just take those steps to their the, to the clients and, and share it with them and then you know we, we meet again in a week and I show them something new, share something new, we work on something, they get their own interpretation, make it their own, and go share it with the client. So my mm-hmm. system is uh, study, right? Um, mm-hmm. Adopt, practice, adapt, sh- uh, teach, and share. So it's, um, I call it SAPATS, S-A-P-A-T-S. Okay. Study, adapt, study, adopt, practice, adapt, practice, and teach, uh, um, I mean, teach and share. Um, And so basically it's just an ongoing open system because I don't really believe in anything traditional except for practice, practice, practice in your own body so you know what you're doing for yourself. Because, look, the basic basic movements of of fighting are the same. It's, It's punch, kick, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Punch, mm-hmm. kick, elbow, knee, headbutt, bite, scratch, eye gouge. Like, uh, you know, there's not really much to it. So you just got to learn basics of footwork, learn mm-hmm. how to throw a punch in the right way, you know, um, protecting your wrist and hitting with the first two knuckles, learning mm-hmm. how to kick with your shins if you're going to do roundhouse kicks, kicking with the heel, learning how to kick with the, the ball of your foot if you're going to kick with the front of your foot. I mean, certain just little things, how to knee a person, how to use your elbows, how and when to use headbutts, mm-hmm. you know, 
how to grab the body, how to throw, but mainly starting with footwork and just really basics. There's not a lot. People overcomplicate it. And then it's just practice, practice, practice and make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did, man. That's how I learned the martial arts. Exactly, man. I, I, I've taken, I've taken fewer, um, fewer courses and than, than most people that I know that have built it, but I've, I've been able to hold my own with them. You know, I, I never, I never went to a belt factory school. If you know what I'm talking about. I never. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, 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 they're good for something for the self-discipline for the kids and people who need that stuff. But if you look at boxers, boxers don't get belts. They train, they fight. They train, right. spar, fight, train, spar, fight. Muay Thai fighters, train, spar, fight, train, spar, yeah. fight. Uh, wrestlers, right? Train, yeah. train, wrestle, wrestle. <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> Yeah. There's no belts involved. It's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah, that, that doesn't impress me. I mean, I, I, like you said, it's good for kids. It's good for um, it's good for people that, that need the introduction and, and I guess, the recognition. That's great. But I, um, I approached it like I do just about anything else. I learned a lot from YouTube and, you know, other resources that people have published online and just taking it and applying it to my own style. Yeah, it's, um, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing thing. It, it never ends. Mm. Oh yeah. And, and not just for fighting either, man. I, I use the, the body kinetics and mechanics that I learned just to maneuver life in general, you know, I mean, in traffic and the way I approach, how I, how I go about handling anything physical. Um, I, I utilize all of that and muscle memory, you know, it's, uh, when you hit the nail on the head right there for me, that's it for me. I mean, everything that I do from just walking to getting out of my car, to carrying groceries, to reading books, to sitting down, everything, is an extension of that and yeah people try to call it all these different names they're all one thing yoga pilates boxing kickboxing wrestling capoeira tai chi aikido um breathing meditation hypnosis all this metaphysics they're all one thing to me they're all just mm -hmm. just everything look it's it's all about healthy living and self-defense that's mm -hmm. what i i practice i i practice Universal harmony and spiritual wisdom through healthy living and self-defense. That's my practice because I believe that great health is the truest of all wealth. I really do. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I practice as I do. And it's it's just a never-ending thing. Just take what works and that's it. Find Keep finding things that work. Right. Yes, sir. It's a, like you said, it's, it's an it's a endless quest. And... Um, and when it's not the body, it's the mind. And main sauna and Kapori sauna, right? Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Brother, I'm going to uh, clock out here because it's. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to need to get, get some rest because I'm going to be getting up in the afternoon at some point in time, uh, hopefully around 1 or so if I'm lucky, and then get my podcasting going again. I'll be on 
later doing some more of my wealth attraction research. And um, I appreciate you always popping on here. Uh, and uh, I'll be seeing a lot more of you here because I'm going to be on the road a lot more. So, yeah, um, yeah man, I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be popping in every time I see you. just as I can. I'll be on. Well, Tony, I always appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah, brother. Always a pleasure. Yeah, much love, man. You, you have a great day. You too, brother. Love you, man. Bye. All right, that was uh, Tony. Good friend, long time. And uh, we're um, supporting each other out here on uh, call-in and all around the web. You got to check out um, some more of our stuff upcoming here. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. It is time to rest. But check out the links. They're all in here about bricks. There's two articles on from Kitco.com about bricks and Russia and finance. And also a link to the book, The Science of Getting Rich, as well as Babylon's Banksters, which I'm using part of the wealth attraction research. Until next time.